One of the great pleasures of doing this podcast for me is getting to hang out with the incredible students from this community, the students of the Proven Amazon course who have built beautiful businesses and then share their stories on our show. We've heard hundreds of episodes that meet that exact description. If this is the first time listening, there's hundreds of those episodes at silentgym.com. You can go check them out. Most people who consume this show listen on iTunes and you'll see what I'm talking about. And today's no exception, business building warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. And let's get into an interview here in just a moment with Mike and Brittany, beautiful married couple, couple young kids, been doing all kinds of different business models for most of their young lives, but they're really getting excited about this Amazon replens thing. They're doing it together. They're in our coaching program, which if you didn't know about our coaching program, let me tell you just a little bit about that. You can Find a link at silentgym.com that will take you right to the page where there's all kinds of info. Set up a phone call, have a conversation with us about it, see if it's a good fit. But we've coached nearly 10,000 e-commerce business building warriors over the past 20 years, which is just incredible. Currently, we have a team of about 60 coaches. And get this, this is unique in the industry. No one else does this to my knowledge. Every single one of our coaches is a successful student of the proven Amazon course training. We recruited them in because they've got a teacher's heart and a beautiful, successful business. They've got a little extra spare time because they've automated their systems. So they're able to coach other people to do the same thing. And you hear Mike and Brittany talk about how valuable that's been for them. You can go to jimcockramcoaching.com or find the page just by going to silentgym.com, click on coaching, have a conversation with our team. I love how excited they are about their coaches today, as you'll soon hear in just a couple of moments. Like I said, Mike and Brittany have been serial entrepreneurs. They've launched a few different businesses, tried a few different things. They are all in on the proven Amazon course system, starting with the basic system that we start all of our new sellers out with. It's called the Replens system. It's the foundation of so many other things that you can go on to do, but you got to learn the basics first, and that's where they are. Now, when I say basics, don't think that that means you're not going to make much money with this. We've got people who have built seven-figure businesses selling multiple six figures monthly on Amazon at great margins with just this basic level introductory business model that we call replens. And they're going to talk about that business today. That's where they are. They recently hit $10,000 in sales for a month. They're going to talk about all their numbers, all their details, how they find their inventory. They've even brought a virtual assistant on their team, someone that they pay hourly, just a few dollars per hour, actually, to find great inventory for their business and how they did that. It's not a complex thing. By the way, did you know that in the Philippines, The average hourly wage is $1 per hour, which means if you pay someone $2 or $3 per hour, you're paying them two or three times minimum wage, which is a tremendous income for that economy. So you have an opportunity to find someone who speaks English and can work hard on your business and understands technology and follow the instructions that you've given them for your Amazon business, and they're doing the hardest hard lifting. You can reward them, of course, as things become successful. But it doesn't cost you a lot to experiment and find people who can do that with you. So we spend some time talking about that today, as well as some of the challenges and struggles that they're facing to be very realistic. Any business requires blood, sweat, work, and tears. You're going to hear that as a theme today for sure. 
but they've got proof of concept. They're building a beautiful business. They've integrated their family into it. I love that they pray for the success of their business as a family. Just such a uh, insight into this family and how they operate. And I know they've got a very bright future because they're doing all the right things and they've got the momentum. One last thing that I'm going to point out before we introduce Mike and Brittany in a moment, they're coming to our conference in July along with hundreds of other listeners to this show. We'd love to see you at, here's the website. If you write anything down, this is it, The Proven Conference. Theprovenconference.com is the website. Get there now, get your tickets, join us. We've got live stream option now available as well, which gets you all the recordings. Don't wait till the show gets here. Don't wait till the the conference is here to buy your tickets for live stream because the price goes way up once the conference starts. You want to get them ahead of time, go to theprovenconference.com, get your discounted live stream tickets that get you all the sessions, all the recordings, 40 breakout sessions, talking about some of the most cutting edge Amazon content and topics as taught by the most successful students in our community. You do not want to miss this. So if you can't be there live, July 6th through 8th in Columbus, Ohio, you can certainly join us online and meet hundreds of great people like the guests that we're going to bring on right now. Mike and Brittany are my guests. Let's bring them on and hear their story. Enjoy. So Mike and Brittany, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Welcome. Thank you. Hey, all the listeners out there, this is going to be a good one. I got to know these guys a little bit ahead of time. I can't wait to dive into their story. Great couple. And uh, let's dive into it. Mike, you want to go first? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we, we uh, actually got onto your mailing list. Actually, I was taking a look on my emails. It looks like it was 2019 that uh, okay. I discovered your show. So I've been, you know, I'm a, a part of the uh, YouTube University alumni. And so I'm always constantly online searching for, you know, how to make some extra income, you know, diversifying your income streams. And it wasn't until last year, though, that we, I started heavily consuming your podcast regularly. And I think that was back around, I think it was probably like around April, May, that I really started diving into your content. And, uh, you know, I told, you know, my wife, like, hey, Amazon has been on my radar before, but we hadn't figured out exactly what we're going to do to actually get into the business. And then when I found yours and I heard about replens, it was like, okay, this makes sense. And so I told my wife and, you know, she understood the concept. She listened to an episode or so. I'm not a big podcast person. I, I will put that out there. I'm not heavy on the podcast, but if you catch something good, I'm like, tell me about it. I, I want to hear it. If, if it really has your attention, tell me, tell me about it. So that's yeah. how I, I got well, introduced to you. That's awesome. <laughs> that's how, you know, any wise husband runs anything important past his wife, <laughs> even if she's investigated only a fraction as much as he has. Just instincts. You know, in our house, it's like the voice of the Holy Spirit. That's my wife. Like <laughs> she knows five minutes worth of something that I've been studying for months. I still value <laughs> every thought that she has because she just has a different way of, of, of processing it. So that's great. I love that you guys are doing this as a couple. Great. Very much so. Very much. It, it has to feed both of us, have to agree before we're moving uh, forward with it. So, yeah. That's great. And so that's about a year ago as we're recording, just to give a bit of a timeline of, you know, yeah. the, in May of 2023, you've been listening to the podcast about a year, like you said. All right, let's keep us rolling. So uh, from there, I think it was about, um, so that was May. So I believe like around June. Yeah, around June, June we decided July. we got our solar yeah. account and um, we said, hey, initially me, you know, I'm in, uh, in the financial space. And so, you know, as a financial advisor, like I'm always talking about investments. And so business is always one of the investments that I like to go into. So I'm ready to go all in. I'm like, hey, let's get a coach right from the beginning. 
But you know, my wife. Easy sell. Oh come on. (laughs) All marketers are. (laughs) So I'm very opportunistic, you know. So uh, you know, I I always see the opportunity in different business models. But you know, I wanted to go to coaching right off the right off the gate, and she told me, "Hey, let's give it a try ourselves, right? Let's see how it works, and if we need, if we run into some hurdles, and we really need it, let's do it." And so yeah, we we had an agreement that we would reevaluate after the first month, and so I think um, you know July. We did it all in ourselves, you know, ran in some hurdles. You know, she was frustrated with gating and there were a couple of things with just like getting shipments out. That was a concern. And so she was like, all right, you know what? Let's do the coaching. And I'm like, all right, she's in. Um, <laughs> yeah, do it. And so we got paired up with uh, Gary and Gay Mosley, right? Um, two fantastic coaches. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Can't say uh, enough about them. And we got our first shipment sent out, I think, like the beginning of September. And we got our first sale on September 27th of last year. Yeah. So that's where we, we you know, got the bug. You know, we're in it. It's like, okay, this is real. Let's do this. And from the beginning, you know, we really had a goal of making this a uh, business that's generating, you know, as much income as my primary job is, right? You know, get to a point where this can be a six-figure business where it's, you know, automated. Um, and that was one of the criteria when we were deciding to go into this is that we wanted to make sure it was online, right? We didn't have to be at a brick and mortar. We could be anywhere traveling. Yeah. Um, and that's why, you know, we love that we have Gary and Gay as our, our coaches because, you know, yeah. what they have is what we want to build towards, right? Yeah. Yes. Call us while they're actually on the road. So exactly. If they're not making it up, you don't know where they're going to be. We've got a lot of coaches on our team is like, you track them down, like, where are you today? Yeah. In their pocket, they can be anywhere. Yeah. 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 So, very much inspiration for us. So that, that was, you know, very, very enticing for us. And so um, we knew that we're, we wanted to make this work. Right. And, you know, I think, um, you know, the experiences that we've had in some of the other businesses that we've got into, I'm kind of like a, a serial entrepreneur, right? I've dabbled into a lot of things, but this is the one thing that I'm like, you know what, I'm going to stick with this thing until it becomes, you know, fruitful enough to allow us to take those fruits and invest into other business ideas that we've had in the past. And yeah. so, you know, we look at this as a, you know, one of the many income streams that we plan on growing. And I think it was important to, to see it as such, not just like a hobby or, oh, I'm going to try this and see how it works. Yeah. Um, I think right from the beginning, we were very determined that, hey, we're going to make this work. And even as we're having this conversation with you today, we're not near anywhere near where we want to be. But, um, and that's why we appreciate you even more that you even be interested enough to have us considering the fact that, you know, we just cracked 10,000 last month for the first time, right? And so that's only a fraction of what I've heard some of, in the last podcast I was listening to, the gentleman did, 300,000 in FBM sales. And I was just like, in a month. In a month, right? You know? Yeah. Um, it blows so, me away. Right. So I'm like, okay, we're not even you know anywhere near there, but I can see ourselves getting to that point, right? Yeah. That's what I think is the benefit of uh, uh, the, the community that you've built is that there's so many different business models and success stories that you can literally pick and choose and say, all right, which one do I want to emulate? Which one do I want to build something similar to? and figure out what they did to do it. And all you got to do is listen to the podcast, reach out to the group. And that's one thing that I think I've been in a lot of different um, Facebook groups as far as like learning different business models. And your group is the first group I've been to where people are just so supportive. People yeah. are just so open. Um, before I even ask a question, I always just search Facebook and say, okay, you know, how do I set up, you know, inventory lab? And the answers are there, you know? Yeah, I usually like, ask them, did you look it up on, in the Facebook group yeah. first before? It's like, oh, you know, I'm stuck on this. Like, I'm not sure how we're supposed to be sending this small shipment. I'm like, check the Facebook group. Just ask first. And usually it's someone's asked that question. There's an answer in there. Everything is pretty accessible. And like you said, we really feel like we have that support system that we need. And especially 
for us, I feel like whenever we go on one of these endeavors, like for us, we're trying to get as much information as possible. Again, like he was ready, like, let's get the coaching, let's get the, you know, the whole team. I'm more like, okay, let's try it our way first. Like, you know, put in a little elbow grease on our end first. And then if we need the extra support, but you know, like he said, it didn't go as smoothly as I had hoped in the beginning. So once we got connected with the program, I felt like, you know, it was a huge jump ahead. Of, it was. It was. Yeah. Like you know, Mike, it, Mike was just talking about the, uh, you know, the $10,000 levels. Like it's not quite where we want to be yet. But I mean, Mike, you've seen a lot of businesses. You're a serial entrepreneur, you called yourself, which isn't an easy person to be married to, by the way, Brittany. I feel you're paying through my wife. She's told okay. me. I think okay. serial entrepreneurs are awesome, personally. But yeah. you know, yeah. we learn in our household when I come up with a new idea. <laughs> he doesn't say how she says wow and just lets me play right like yeah he'll write that one down on a business car a three by five card and he'll get it stuck in a shelf somewhere and bring it up again so just be impressed and i i tell him i'm the anchor i i like to tell him i'm holding on to his ankle to keep him just yes. a little bit from the ground a little bit <laughs> we all need one i mean can you imagine the disaster of two daydreaming entrepreneurs serial entrepreneurs <laughs> You gotta have a balance. Yeah, you gotta have a balance. Have to. It, and I love how God just has a way of just bringing those right people. You don't even know when you're a kid, you, this person is the perfect balance. Yeah. Place, right? <laughs> it's just so great. But, you know, that 10,000, let me talk about that for a second because uh, here's where I was going. A lot of people start businesses, the vast majority of people that start businesses never see anything. Yeah. So the fact that you guys have proof of concept, validation, that's awesome. And I love doing these interviews with these students who are just starting to see that that momentum and that validation because the feedback we get, you know, we've done over 600 episodes now like this where we've interviewed people from our community. People, you know, you mentioned the episode last week with $300,000 a month. A lot of people will see that and go, that's someone else's, you know, that's four years from now at yeah. best. I, I can't put myself in his shoes. People will hear you guys, however, now like, okay, a few months ago, they were kind of clueless and struggling. And now they just had a $10,000 sales month. What do these people have to say? So people can relate is what I'm trying to say. So that's why I love doing these episodes. We didn't used to do them. It was all the big, you know, six figures kind of stories, six figures a month. Rock stars. <laughs> the rock stars, right? But people, you know, and we've got plenty of those. People won't go to hear, hear those stories. But I think they can relate more to proof of concept. All we have to do now is scale. Like what's it like to go from zero to those first few steps? So yeah, yeah, keep it going. But I just wanted to throw that out there. So you guys are doing a very, arguably a more valuable service to the community right now than the last episode that you're referring to, which will be a couple of weeks ago for the listeners, where the guy's doing $300,000 a month, Merchant Fulfill out of his garage. That just feels unattainable to many people, I think, probably. Yeah. And I, I would say I actually probably relate to a lot of those people that feel <laughs> kind of, un- he does tell me these, you know, super success stories right. and i kind of just like roll my eyes at <laughs> i can't lie i kind of do roll my eyes yeah don't think it's unattainable at all i don't think it's unattainable but as rookies in the game you know and we just got to ten thousand, and that was you know a real climb but yeah when he's telling me you know this guy started like three months ago <laughs> and he made a gazillion dollars and you know it just sounds like nonsense to me of course <laughs> so oh. for me i do tend to look for the people that 
have similar experiences to me. Um, yeah. Rockstar people, they are great motivations for me. You know, I, I think one of the great things about Michael and I's relationship is wherever we're very much like dreamers and go-getters and, you know, we have these big goals for ourselves and, you know, we're able to like see that vision. But for me, I move at a slower pace than him. So I just want to see like, you know, more a couple steps ahead of me. He's like way in the future. You know, we, he's bought the rocket already. He's already (laughs) to the moon. So for me, I just need, you know, someone similar in my experience when I look at these kind of stories and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And I I appreciate that feedback. And and we heard a lot of that as we started, you know, a lot of people saying, "I, I can't relate to some of these folks, you know, they're two, three years in, they've all these big numbers and they know all the terminology and all the acronyms and and then I did a few episodes with folks who are kind of like you guys, newer in the journey, and the feedback was overwhelmingly positive. So we, we did a little strategy shift. It's like, you know, rock stars? Yeah, we'll let you speak at the event and create content. But this show has been a lot more of the, you know, 10,000 a month or 20,000 first month. Or I've been doing this for a year and I'm at, you know, 25,000 a month. And then here's how I did it. People can relate. So, yeah. you know, we want to encourage people that, that what's possible validate the opportunity, show them there's real people doing it all day, every day, show them hundreds of examples of that so we can kill every excuse they might have and just yeah. get them started. We know if we can get them started and get a month or two of focused effort and energy, they'll see for themselves. This is a great business. So thank you guys for doing this. It, it, this will be a very valuable episode, I guess. This is kind of the point we're making for absolutely, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, keep, keep the story going. I mean, what, uh, what started working for you guys? You mentioned you're loving your coaches at this point. You're a few months in, September of 2022, your first shipment goes in, make your first sale. Yeah. So I would say, you know, getting to to level, let me just kind of recap at least the last few months where we've been. I wrote down some 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 numbers here. Cool. Um, and so we talked about 10,000 last month, but what we didn't talk about was that it was at an 8% margin, right? And so I know from those that listen, they say, hey, 20% is the average just to go to where you want to be. And uh, when I told my wife, you reached out to me, she's like, why? We had 8% margin. Like, what did... What are we celebrating? You know what I'm saying? But the reality of what I told her is it kind of alluding to which I'd mentioned earlier just now is that, yeah, you know, it's great to hear that conversation about the gentleman that's doing 300,000 or 100,000, but how cool is it behind the scenes of the road to get there? I'm like, I have no doubt in my mind, like she says, I'm so far down the future. I know we'll get to that level, but this is where we are now. We need to celebrate those small wins, right? And so the fact that we hit the milestone of 10,000, although it was only at an 8% margin, I know the lessons that I've learned this month I'll be able to apply it to the business next month and so on and so forth. And it's just going to compound, right? And so that's why, you know, uh, I was excited to, to get on and, and, and kind of share like, yeah, you know, everybody doesn't start at 20%. They don't start at 300,000. They start at losses, right? Yeah. Most businesses do. And so Most gonna... businesses do. I mean, you buy a franchise, you're in the hole for five, seven years before it starts to give you a little monthly something, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, this isn't that. This is getting paid while you learn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and one of the, uh, the terms that you use, I've heard it a different uh, way before, too, is uh, you want to be in a position in a business that where you can learn while you earn. Uh, but eventually you're going to drop the L and just continue to earn. Right. You're going to yeah. continue to grow and make money. But in the beginning, you're learning. Right. You're learning. And like you mentioned, this business model, I, mean, I look back at uh, my last few months, February, we did 14 percent margin. March, we actually were negative. We were down one hundred six dollars. Right. And then April, we were up again, 10,000, 8% margin. So far this month, we're tracking at 18% margin. 
um, we're about 4,900, almost 5,000 for the month those this far. So, you know, it looks like we'll be able to hit the 10,000 mark plus some, but uh, we literally, I just made my payment today on uh, for my attorneys to get brand registered. And so yeah. now it ate up all my profits. So technically I'm down <laughs> to like, you know, $50 yeah. in profit, right? For right. this month. Yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> a one-time investment. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so, you know, that's yes. the next step of our journey is, you know, becoming brand registered. You know, we're going to be working with our coaches on how to create a bundle, you know, how to really uh, create that moat, right? Create that um, competitive advantage. And my wife has tons of great ideas when it comes to, you know, branding and commercial ideas and just how to, you know, really creatively do reviews, right? Um, and add video. And that was one of the things that we were going to talk to you about as well, how to incorporate the video and and the social media around your, your brand to help, you know, boost sales, right? So, but yeah, we're looking at that as the next evolution of our business as we continue to nail down what makes a good replenish, right? How do I boost my margins? How do I find yeah. better products? And so we're still very much early in the learning stages. You know, we're crawling, we're moving, uh, but we're still moving. And that's, you know, for me, the, the biggest thing. And so, you know, we came on today, wanted to be able to share like three tips that can at least help you get to that first 10,000. Awesome. Um, I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so that first tip for us was set that goal. So we alluded to it earlier that, Mm -hmm. Hey, we came into this business knowing that, Hey, we want to at least our first marker hit that 10,000. Right. And I had hit it. And that's worth celebrating. Absolutely. Even at eight points of margin, because, you know, the thought I just had for those who aren't aware, and you guys may know this, maybe you don't, but you look at a company like Amazon, Amazon's huge. They didn't make any money for the first several years. Every penny they made went back into building a warehouse or technology you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Amazon doesn't pay any taxes. Everyone that works there is paying a lot of taxes because they're getting paid. But the company, they don't make any money if, if they earn some profits, just like what you guys did. You earn some net margin that, hey, we're going to go pay an attorney and get our brand registry. Well, that's money out of your profit. So you didn't make any money. Good news is you're not going to be paying a lot of taxes, but you're building an infrastructure upon which something amazing can be planted. And that's what happened with Amazon. They didn't earn any money forever. And then suddenly... They're just making huge amounts of money. And that was strategic. You know, you take some commas and zeros off those numbers, and that's kind of what you guys are doing. You can afford to do it. You've got some other income streams, it sounds like. So you're just reinvesting back into this, building a beautiful infrastructure, a foundation that you can later stack some really serious uh, income-producing blocks on. I love that you're starting to get into branded bundles as well. That's kind of the line in the sand for me where people can start talking about some of these more creative things. Once you hit that $10,000 sales month, you know enough about how the Amazon universe works that you can start experimenting, start playing around with some things. And provenbrandbuilding.com is the module that's inside the Proven Amazon course. As you guys will know, I'm saying this for the listener's sake, that teaches you that brand bundling concept. And it sounds like your coaches are starting you through that process of creating those unique bundles that set you apart on the platform. Only you can sell these things. And we, we go through all the details of that. So I love that you guys are starting that discussion. Uh, so that 8% is nothing to be shy away from. That, that's a profitable business. Yeah. It has a beautiful foundation now laid and beautiful things to come. I love it. So you, you're getting into your tips, man. Sorry to interrupt you. I just want to make that point about you know, Amazon didn't make any money forever. Look at them now. Yeah. yeah. Wealthiest yeah. company on the planet. That, that's a great way to launch a business. Just keep pouring it back in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so part of that first step of setting a goal, um, kind of to, to the point that you mentioned on, on a regular basis is write it down, right? So right here is actually my journal, right? Where I keep track on a daily, um, our business and 
you know, there's a quote that says, uh, you know, what's get, what gets measured gets managed, right? And so, you know, you have to look at your business and say, hey, all right, last month I got X amount in sales. Did I hit my goal? Did I not? But why did I get those sales, right? Yeah. You know, why did I not hit my goal? And I can easily look back on every month that I've gotten, you know, our sales been up, they've been down, whatever the margins have been. And I can see, okay, this month I only got found 30 new agents. The other month I found 40 new agents, you know, 60. You know, I didn't track, I didn't hit. Basically, our goal is to find at least one agent a day, yeah. right? You know, as part of the pack training for 30 yes. and 30 days. And yeah. so we've kept that same model throughout, you know, our entire business is every day. The number one goal, as you say, is feed the beast, right? Yeah. You know, how do you get better margins? You you test more raisins, right? Find more raisins. Yep. Find more raisins. And so, you know, uh, I think as far as the tip goes, you know, set the goal and you got to be able to reverse engineer the goal. You know, one thing that our, our, our coaches gave us was a, uh, a a little a picture of like a spreadsheet that shows, hey, if your goal is $10,000 a month or 20000 or forty or whatever it is, this is how much you need to be buying in yeah. inventory a week. Right. And this is how much that will generate in sales. And yep. at 20% margin, this will generate your profit. Right. Yeah. And so I frequently, I have it in my favorites, you know, picture and I frequently look at it and say, okay, this week I need to spend about a thousand dollars in inventory to test. So that way I can hopefully get 20% in margin and I can get the profit that I'm looking to get. Um, but if you're not sending in the inventory, if you're not buying daily, then yeah, of course you're not going to get your sales number yeah. um, or even have a shot at it because you are not testing anything. Um, so I would say once you set that goal, write it down and then track it. And, you know, the, the second tip my wife is going to go into, and I think that's staying accountable and she can share how she helps us with that. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. So I would say accountability and consistency kind of go hand in hand. Definitely for us, the way our marriage and relationship works is we always try to kind of be that support to each other. So whether it's, you know, this year we decided to get back in the gym. So it's kind of like, hey, are we going to the gym today or or are we not? You know, this is the goal. Like, And so even when it's a day off or, you know, he's not feeling well, I'm not feeling well, it's always that other person that kind of jumps in and it's like, okay, we still have to get that one ace in, you know, even if, you know, you got to sit next to a box of tissues because your nose is running, you got to get the ace in, you know? <laughs> so That's awesome. Yeah, for us, it's, it's definitely a partnership. But I've also talked to, you know, other friends of mine um, who have their own businesses or even some that I met that people I've met who are interested in Amazon. And, you know, I always say, if you're going to get into it, take it seriously. You know, be accountable for it. If the goal is uh, ace in a day, make sure you're hitting that goal. You know, no excuses. A lot of times, though, you know, we're able to talk ourselves out of something if we don't have somebody else to kind of keep us accountable. Now, luckily, you know, I married this wonderful guy. So, you know, that's an easy partner to kind of, you know, keep myself accountable. But, you know, I, I talk to my friends and I say, you know, call me, call another friend, call a family member and ask them, like, hey, can you be my accountability partner? Can you call me, you know, every other week, every week, ask me, did I meet those goals and stay consistent with it? Like I said, there's going to be days where like, I mean, I've had days when, you know, I've been at it for hours and I call him and I'm like, it's just not working. There's no ASINs. Like this is a setup. I don't know why, but I can't find anything. And he's just like, okay, take yourself 
you know, 30 minute break, you know, we live in Florida, so I'll walk outside and, you know, some fresh air, fresh air, and I'll come back at it because again, at the end of the day, we have a goal and in order to reach that goal, you have to stay accountable. You have to stay consistent with what you need to be doing in order to reach that goal. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it is just occurring to me, listening to you talk, Brittany, that it doesn't have to be someone who's in the same business you are or someone from our community. It can be just a trusted friend or a mentor or a family member, you know, not, not unlike the people who are using an accountability partner to, to drop a bad habit. Yeah. Like, I just need someone <laughs> that I can call when it's rough. Could you be that person, you know? I love that. That's a great suggestion because typically we do, we do everything we can. Just as a little side note for this community, we've got about 73,000 people in our Facebook group. We made a post just yesterday that a lot of people participated in. You can get into our Facebook group and search for the local, the closest big city near you and see who has mentioned that city over the past months or years. And then contact that person by private message, form a mastermind around people who are doing the business, right? Right. But just listening to you talk, Brittany, it doesn't have to be someone from this community. It doesn't have to be an entrepreneur, even just someone that has that gift of encouragement, maybe that gift of, you know, they've really stuck it out. They've stuck through some difficult situations. They've overcome some things. And it would be their pleasure to remind you that, oh, poor you. You had to spend an extra hour doing some research. Remember when I fought cancer for nine months? Remember that, right? Like, we all need that person that can just kind of remind us how blessed we are and keep us moving forward. It doesn't have to be another business person. That, that's what popped in my head as I was listening to you talk. I love it. The consistency and accountability, two great words for sure. Yeah. And one other piece that she kind of, I think, introduced to for our business that I think needs to be added into there is that, you know, if you are religious people, you know, like us, you know, we were, we're yeah. Christians, uh, pray for your business, right? Like treat it like it's actually another part of the family and you want to be blessed, right? And, you know, you want to be very intentional for you know what you want out of out of you know god out of the universe that you are very intentional about your business and so that's one thing that um has been very helpful i think yeah we actually we pray as a family every night we have two younger kids we have a nine-year-old and a three-year-old she does not really participate but you know <laughs> i like to think she's getting something just by running around us while we pray oh um, absolutely <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll give you guys a little cool parenting thing. Speaking of picking something up, just kind of while wandering around the parents, you guys will like this, but I love it. Yeah, just seeing you guys pray, absolutely. There's 50 great lessons there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very much. And it, it's we consistently, since we started this business and decided that we were going to be taking it serious, like he says, that's in every aspect of you know our life. You know, we have a wall in our, our dining room kitchen area where it has goal notes where it's posting notes and a lot of those are the business notes and you know my son will read read and i'll be like oh you guys want to get this for the business or you know like i said we're praying and we're saying it so each night we all take between my husband me and my son we're all taking turns saying the family prayer and my son has actually also started saying you know please god bless mommy and daddy's amazon business so you know that's adorable. Uh, Something's working. <laughs> have you guys ever captured that on recording? No. We haven't, no. <laughs> Please do. Trust me. The 20-year-old version of you guys will be so glad you've got that on. 
this capture because I look at video of my kids from you know ten years ago and it's, it is a different creature. Their voice has changed, their countenance has changed, their confidence, and their just it's a different human. So you yeah. got to capture those little moments, especially stuff <laughs> as significant as that. Just you know, sneak a little video, mom, sometime. Uh, so like that's a horrible. Dad could probably do it. He's pretty good with, you know, that's getting a, the sneaky. That is absolutely adorable. Well, just as you guys were talking about, you know, because we've raised five. My youngest is 16 now. I got our, our third wedding coming up uh, here. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, just life's moving fast for us in that next season. But we went through some biblical, Hebrew-based biblical training for parenting early on. It helped us so much. And one of the really cool things that you get to do when your kids are at the stage where yours are is uh, we call it couch time. And this has nothing to do with business. but it's such a beautiful lesson all the way around. So anytime one of you leaves the house for a period of time and then comes back, right? Typically what happens when the the parent comes back home is, you know, the the kids are the first thing acknowledged and the kids run up or where's the kids and you check in on the kids. But the Hebrew biblical principle is you find your spouse. It's not your instinct to do so, but you learn to make that your instinct. It's like, no, sorry, just wait. I got to go find your daddy. No, I'm, I'm going to, I love you. Yes. Okay. You acknowledge me, pat on the head, but where's mommy? Where's dad? Like, boom. And then for 10 minutes, it's just the two of you. Even if you just got off the phone and you're already caught up, but the kids get to see that the most important relationship in the house is the parents. Yeah. They come second to that relationship. That's the foundational core relationship of the home. And not only making each other feel special, which is a nice little bonus, but the kids are seeing, wow, okay, that's the foundation that I get to build my life on subconsciously. The lessons that go into that, kind of like seeing you guys pray. Yeah. Just building in so many, they'll have memories of like, yeah, dad, come home. He'd pat me on the head. If he go, he go find mom. Yeah. And yeah. that just, that instills in them. And I remember the way they illustrated it by saying, you know, it, it's kind of the other side of the coin, the negative of like, if you ever remember being a kid and hearing your parents really mad at each other, arguing, yelling, even. Yeah. If any of us experienced that, that's the opposite side. Remember how insecure and scary that was. It's like, yeah. that's the foundation upon which I stand. And it is breaking right now. It's what yeah. it sounds like to me as a kid. Right? So what's the opposite of that? Mom and dad putting me second. Yeah. And just acknowledging the most important. And you only have that opportunity right when you return from being gone. We call it couch time. 10 minutes, yeah. you make the kids wait. Whatever it is they need can wait. And they just get used to like, yeah, okay, mom and dad got to love each other for a few minutes and get caught up. And then then I come next. Yeah. Isn't that no, cool? That is it. That's a really great concept. I actually like that. I don't know how my three-year-old daughter would tell <laughs> Oh, it her, takes work. Trust me. So. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take a little work. It'll take, but, he, but that's, I mean, it, that's just a t- tiny snippet. It was like a 12, 15-week course. And and most of it was working on the parents and, and you yeah. know, your relationship and the parents. It's kind of like if you take your dog to dog trainer, they say, we're not here to train your dog anything. We're here to train you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a good parent is not about training the kid necessarily that you become who it is and they'll fall in line. Yeah. I love it. I just, uh, <laughs> I could do a whole podcast on that stuff. <laughs> when I hear a couple that's trying to do life according to biblical standards and, and building a business and their family around God and godly principles, I got to throw a tip out there too. Cause I've been doing it a while and, and uh, I just, I, I love, I love that subject. And, and it all does flow in the, the lessons of learning, seeing the business, seeing mom and dad together, seeing them cooperate, yeah. seeing our family build something together, incorporating the kids into that. We did that for 20 years, guys. And let me tell you, all five of them have benefited in immeasurable ways. Nice. Yeah. 
my son is definitely a follower of dad. So, you know, Mike has actually took him in for, you know, take your son to work. And, you know, I being obsessed with matching outfits, decided to dress them alike. So that's adorable. Yeah. So he definitely watches, but I think another important thing that we kind of implement is that we talk the business around him and he has questions and, um, in a way it kind of helps us with our communications about the business. Cause you know, he might ask a question where I'm like, Oh yeah, I meant to ask you, how did that go with the new shipment that came in? And you know, my son was the one who initially asked about it. Like, Hey dad, what happened to that big box for Amazon? So he's really kind of at the sponge stage, but I love that he asks questions. I love that he's curious about the business. I think for us, Amazon definitely is a gateway into a lot of our business ideas. But for us, we also want to show our son that, hey, like any business that you want, you know, if you want to own a business, if you decide you want to travel, you know, this is the kind of hard work you're going to have to do and put in daily in order to get those kind of benefits at the, the end of the day. So, Words, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Just the number of lessons that come from having a family that's built around running a business. It's immeasurable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are doing a great job. Okay. Yeah. So the the next tip that I I had in regards to um, getting to that first 10,000 is, um, you know, test ASINs every day, right? You know, when it comes down to there's so many different models that you can take, whether it be wholesaling, whether it be, you know, retail arbitrage, online arbitrage, you know, uh, you know, everything that that's available, you got to focus on the one foundational piece. And that's one thing that we've been telling ourselves, master the replens business side first, right? Yeah. Because it just feeds into everything. And so there's this book called uh, The One Thing. Uh, have you have you heard of it before? I have. I haven't read it. I've heard Great it. Read. Yeah, so by Gary Keller, great read. And, you know, the, the whole like, premise behind the book is find the one thing that you can do that'll, once done successfully, will make everything else basically unnecessary, right? And yeah. so, and, you know, a lot of the stories that you've mentioned, there's people that have literally just, like you said, built, you know, seven-figure businesses just on replants. That's yeah. without adding That's anything it. else, you yeah. know? And would that be a game-changer for us? Absolutely. That's life-changing, right? Yeah. And so, you know, focus on just building it. It doesn't have to be a million-dollar business, but it can be to the point where you can use those profits to fund some of the other ideas that you have. And so for us, you know, that, that book is one, I'm like, okay, if I had a book that I can recommend that would really help move the needle for, for, for people that's in business um, and in the early stages, it would be that. Because it's, I've experienced it having the coaches, you know, first we're like doing the replans. Then early on, I wanted to get into brand building and Gary and Gary's like, oh, are you sure? You that's know? Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to go way before this. And then I was like, oh, we're doing wholesaling. I got my whole webpage set up. But then it was just like I started doing the research and I'm like, ah, I'm not really sure I want to, you know, invest all that time, you know, right up front for wholesaling. And that's his wife. It's helpful to have Gary and Gay because, you know, sometimes it's like, ah, oh, you know, that's Brittany. You know, she just doesn't see the vision right now because I'm I'm too far ahead. But then, you know, it's helpful to kind of have that soundboard because it's like Gary and Gay have been there. They've done that. They know the steps. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, we will walk you through anything you want to. But this is our suggestion. You know, I'm not going to say I'm always right, but nine (laughs) times out of ten, you know, me, Gary and Gay, 
Pump the brakes. I'm reminded, and I'm more like you, Mike. I'm more like you, buddy, where I, at any given time, I mean, I've got a board sitting right here next to me that has the equivalent of like 15 or 20 sticky notes on it, each with an idea and a project that's currently in process. And I'm yeah. bouncing from one to the other constantly. And I have to force myself in like, okay, no, this is the one we're on right now. Yeah. Clue yeah. the schedule, bolt this down. And that's a struggle for me. Yeah. Uh, I need to have people that, that kind of enforce that on me and things in my schedule that force me to do certain things at certain times. Or otherwise I, I do become, but I'm reminded of, you know, it's a John, it's either, I've heard it a couple different places, either as a John Wooden, one of the famous basketball coach or ancient African proverb, they both get credit for saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you actually want to go far, take a team. I mean, you can go fast for a short period of time and, and tackle all these things. And kind of, that's almost like, you know, bouncing around and moving. It's the tortoise in the hair analogy again, right? You know, biblically, classic literature, modern psychology, they all teach us. It's the pace. It's the yeah. person with intentional pace, slow and steady wins the race, bolt things down, seek wise counsel, take a team, right? Those are the people that win. The people that try to do it alone or do it fast or jump from thing to thing, you know, that, that just doesn't work out. And unfortunately, that's where most people are in e-commerce is they're stuck on that hamster wheel of try a new thing, try it fast. If it doesn't work, jump to a new thing. Don't ask anybody's opinions. Don't find a group of people who've been doing it for 20 years. Ignore them. Yeah. Just jump in because it's got a cool sales letter. Like pull out your wallet, try it. Yo, get the coaching for this. Okay, get the coaching for that. It's like they're just on this wheel. Yeah. And it's so many people find themselves there. I think a lot of the value that we bring to the e-commerce community at large is saying, hey, well, you can get off that wheel, dude. Yeah. Spend a hundred bucks and try this for a few months. Focus. We spend a lot of our time saying it's kind of almost like the racehorse, putting the blinders. Yeah. <laughs> So, Jim, you know, really to that point of the focus, and I, and I think, you know, as, I, as I've listened, listened through some of the podcasts, I've heard a couple of guests mention it, and I'm like, you know what, this should really be a, a few-minute piece part of the conversation is, you know, what's your mindset coming into this, right? Because you really have to be self-aware, and that's one good thing that I think I took from being, you know, a serial entrepreneur and starting this business and starting that business and stopping here and is the fact that when I came into the Amazon and when a conversation with my wife had with me as well is that, we're going to do this one thing. This is what we're going to focus on. All these other businesses, we're going to put them to the side. We're going to focus all our energy on just this one thing. And when it's successful, then we can reinvest some of the money into some of the other things. Yes. And so, you know, with that being said, you know, it's really the mindset that you have to evaluate. Look at yourself. Look at the man in the mirror and take a good look and say, hey, did those last five businesses not work because they were bad businesses? Or did those last five businesses not work because I can't stay focused? I can't stay consistent. I'm not tracking how I'm doing in this business. And so when it fails, I really don't know why it fails. I just chalk it up to, eh, you know, it was a scam, right? Or it was just, you know, flow. <laughs> outside factor out of my control. Yeah. Right, right. There's something to blame. Yeah. And I think, you know, really understanding yourself and going into some of these personal development books and really self-assessing and, and just understanding the mindset. Now, Jim, I got a good question. A little pop quiz for you, right? Have you heard the idea of the percentage that's perceived that we use of our brain. How what what percentage do we use of our brain? On you know, I've heard different numbers on this. I've heard there's some controversy around it as well. I've heard as low as like you know two three percent. I've heard other people say no no no. Actually, you count all the stuff that's going on subconscious. And all that, it's around 40 percent. You know, but I've never heard anything higher than like fifty. Look at that. So the average that I've heard is about ten percent. 
right? So yeah. even imagine like, oh, yeah, you're doing 30, 40 percent. There's so much more of our brain capacity that we don't use, that we haven't, you know, molded to help us hit the goals that we want in our lives. So there's a lot of work, I think, that needs to be done internally at times and mentally before you jump into another business, right? And so think about it. Like, hey, you know, it may not be those businesses, because I once heard there's a uh, a motivational speaker that I I like to listen to. His name is um, Eric Thomas. And, you know, one of the things that he says is that look at your life credit score, right? Not your financial credit score, because it tells you, hey, these are all the accounts that you have. This is how well you've done them, right? When you look at your life credit score, can you do the same thing? Hey, this is the businesses that I've started. These are the projects that I've got into. How have I done in those? Was it me? Is there a common denominator in why they didn't work out? Or is there something else at play? And so if you can self-analyze like what those issues are and identify, okay, these are the, the reasons that these things weren't successful. Now you can go into your next endeavor and make it happen. Because if a person is really successful at what they do, they can probably do four or five other businesses and being successful those and those as well, because their character, their mental capacity is, you know, to the point where they know they're going to be successful, they're yeah. going to make it work. But if you're not Absolutely. there, and you're probably going to Amazon and not do well as well. So you really I have to agree. Yeah, the, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Rabbi Daniel Lapp, and you've heard me talk about him. And he talks a lot about the, the five areas of focus, faith, family, fitness, finances, and friendships, right? And if you can't ignore one of those and hope to excel in any of the others, let alone ignore two or three and help to excel in the other two. Like, I'm just going to focus on family and fitness. Well, it's not going to go too well for you, buddy, because finances got to pay for some of this. Like, those things are going to crumble. You, faith, family, fitness, finance, friendships. You can't isolate. Friendships are very important. They're all important areas. And that's, that's scriptural stuff. I love the, you talk about motivational speakers. One of my favorite that I like to use on folks is the, the it's a Jim Rohn quote. It goes something like this. Set out to make a million dollars. Set out to be a millionaire. Not so you can have a million dollars. That's a side benefit. But who you have to become in order to achieve that, right? And the way I, the way I interpret that is building a business is a, it's an internal self-awareness journey. It's a leadership journey. It's a self-improvement journey. It's a relationship journey. It's a spiritual journey. Yeah. People look at people who make a lot of money sometimes and think, oh, well, they got lucky and came up with some decent idea and I made a bunch of money. No, it's not winning life lottery to build a successful business. It's blood, sweat, tears, work, everything worth having. I've yet to meet an exception to this. When I was younger, I thought, surely there's some people out there that are exception to this. Surely there's some Forrest Gumps out there that just kind of stumble around making millions of dollars. No, Forrest Gump was a fiction movie. Okay, guys, that doesn't happen. You don't just wander into millions of dollars because you, you see stuff laying around. It's sacrifice, blood, sweat, tears, work to get anything worth having. So if you set out to make money by serving others well, which is the only way to get it, unless you're a crook, that's business. It's launching your own business, man. And that journey, that internal journey, you have to mature. You have to be self-aware. You have to put your ego aside. You have to serve with excellence. You have to build your relationships. You have to cry out to God. For me, I'm worthless without that. Like, God, am I on the right track here? Like, speak to me. He'll use my wife. He'll use my mom. He'll use my kids. To get me back on track. So yeah, I'm hearing everything you're saying. And this is, to me, is more important stuff than the technical. But I see it as my obligation as, you know, if I'm going to be a face of leadership, as part of the leadership of this community is the ideas we're bringing to you, you can check the box that they're valid. Oh, yeah. There's hundreds of people doing it. And here's the big trends in your favor. Now all you really have to ask is, am I going to commit internally to be the person 
that's capable of running a successful business. We can't do that for you. That's And that's what I hear you saying. No one can do that part for you. Yeah. But it does help, though, because even the days, you know, where it's like, you know, it doesn't feel like we're going to be able to hit that daily goal. You know, one of the things me and Mike always come back to is, you know, just follow the program. Follow the program because it's worked. We've seen it. It works for people. We hear it works. You know, we're able to reach out to our coaches and get that, you know, get that reaffirmed and and just know that we're on the right track. But, you know, there's been those days where it just feels like it's, it's, we're doing everything, but, you know, we'll go back. Like, let's take another look at, you know, the program and be like, well, you know what? We didn't do that step for, you know what? We didn't utilize all the tools at our, at our, uh, exposure so you know i think it definitely helps kind of having that i think we use your roadmap kind of you know as like blueprint the blueprint you know we we're constantly checking back into it to see like you know is is there a way around it you know again we're in that facebook group you know what did you guys when you couldn't do when you couldn't get ungated for this and you know so for us it's it's definitely I feel like we've been more successful having the support of you and the program and our coaches, because even though we're able to keep ourselves accountable, it helps to kind of have that, that mentorship that I think the program kind of provides for us, that community that, that we need when we're feeling a little lost. Yeah. Yeah. That's the number one factor that I I point out all the time when I'm asked is, you know, what is that? And there, there's, it, it's almost like saying, hey, what does it take to fly an airplane? Well, there's there's a thousand things going on, right? And they, they're all working perfectly. People, millions of people use it all day, every day. But you know, what's that one most important thing? It's like, ah, it's kind of hard to identify, right? Well, with business, it's kind of the same way. But there really is one that belongs in the top of the list as far as like, what's the difference between people who make it in business and e-commerce especially and who don't? Because e-commerce can be very isolating. It can be just you and your keyboard. It's lonely by design at times. So you've got to be very intentional about building relationships. Like you said, the accountability structures, putting people in your life. And that's been your theme, Brittany. And I think females just kind of drift into relationships far more naturally than guys. That's God's design, right? Guys, we're more interested in things sometimes. And, you know, females, it's all about the people and the relationships and the relational scores. You keep track in your head, like the score of all the people that you know. And how's that relationship? Guys don't do that. Like, hey, I haven't seen that guy in eight years. Hey, well, let's go hang out with buddy. (laughs) We lose something by not being aware of like keeping track of those people in our lives. That's, I think that's a lot of the value of having a wife is like, hey, we haven't got together with this couple forever. Remember that? We're great friends. Like we got to do it. And the guy would have been clueless, never would have thought of it. Right, right. But you, so you got to be intentional about relationships. The people who are intentional, I had a call today right before this podcast episode with you guys, we're putting together some content. He's built a system where he's intentional about relationships in a way that we wouldn't naturally default into. But he's made a lot of money because of it. He's got a system, the way he shows up, what he says, how he looks when he shows up, how he presents himself, what his business card says, and the people he's meeting. And it's led to incredible opportunities because he's intentional about relationships, not just being nice to the people you happen to come across, but pursuing those people that can you can benefit them and they can benefit you. And he goes after them with intention. That's the most pivotal thing. If I had to narrow it down to one thing, the people who do that, Find mentors, 
build relationships. Those are the ones that last. And I don't care what your e-commerce model is or what business you're in. That's going to be true. Yeah, no, and, and to, to that point, that's actually one of the main reasons um, that we book our tickets to go to the conference. We are right? very excited, we actually. Are very, very super excited, right? Um, reason being is still the relationship. We hear you harp on it on a regular basis, right? Just like you just said now. And we understand the value of it and, you know, being around like-minded people, right? And so, you know, it's that that, that saying, birds of a feather flock together, right? Yeah, and so sure. uh, we know there, there's a lot of people soaring uh, and at, it's going to be at the conference as far as our Amazon business goes. And we want to be able to, you know, learn from them, befriend them, you know, share, you know, what we've learned and, and you know, what, what type of value that we can bring. And so we're super excited about, uh, you know, getting to meet some of the people in this group. Uh, at the conference. Well, yeah. you gave me a pop quiz, Mike. What's the website for the event, for the conference? Do you remember? Proven, proven uh, Amazon Conference. <laughs> it's The Proven Conference. <laughs> you were close. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Theprovenconference.com. Yeah, come join Mike and Brittany. We, we got it. at this point, we're expecting around 550 people or so, it looks like, to be uh, joining us in Columbus, Ohio, July 6th through 8th. 40 breakout sessions, a bunch of coaches and successful students that you've heard on this show. That's, that's our presenters. Something I love about this, we've done this 11 times, guys, and you've heard me talk about this, but for the listener's sake, I think something that sets this event apart is that we don't fly in a bunch of experts that you could watch on YouTube. We put the people on stage who, in many cases, have never been on stage before, but there's the successful students from this community, listeners to this podcast, with something to share. It, it, a great story, a motivational story that'll just leave you thinking, okay, I like that person. They did it. I can do it too. And they're in the exact business models that you're trying to work versus a bunch of random outside guests and things that, you know, that you'll never see again. These are people who are hanging out all day, every day in the same Facebook group and forming masterminds. So I, I think the event, what it's kind of become in my mind is it's just a way to propel the whole community forward by about nine months in three days. That's really how I kind of envision it, right? It would have happened eventually anyway, these connections and relationships. We can make them, we can cram it all into three days and just just explode. Because each time it goes to a new level, the new partnerships and relationships and the the success stories that emerge from that event uh, every year. So we're so glad you're going to be there. You're bringing the kids too? No. No, no, no. No, no. (laughs) We have FaceTiming for that. (laughs) You got some good sitters. I love it. Well, some people do, and they've got a great zoo and stuff, but I'm not going to try to talk you guys into it. But if someone is considering, you will see some kids running around, not so much in the sessions, unless they're able to sit, you know, quiet and still and that kind of thing, which is a lot to ask for a full nine-hour day. But, well, that's great. So glad you guys are going to be there. Well, what other, do you have any other questions for me or anything else you guys wanted to go over or uh, anything else about your story? I love where your business is at. I think it's been a great episode. Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, we're just... Like I said, we're we're excited for the next level. We're getting into the bundling. You know, we're ready for the conference. We we're really just kind of excited. Like we we see how valuable all the information we've already gained access to is. Um, and like we're we were able to reach our first goal, which was to get that 10k. So for us, I think we just see Amazon as the gateway to you know our successful life. And for Mike and I, one of the most important things about, you know, being successful in business and in Amazon um, isn't just that financial freedom aspect. That is a big thing for us. But also, we've always kind of been the kind of people where we want to see others do well. 
And, you know, we've talked about Amazon for a while. I've talked to some of my friends and my family. And, you know, there is a lot of skepticism in that, um, especially because they kind of know Mike and I, mostly Mike, uh, has a lot of businesses that he dabbles in. But for us, we just love the idea of not just being able to be successful for us, but being able to reach back and help others and show the way. So another goal for us, you know, doing all of this is to one day be coaches ourselves. You know, the value that Gary and Gay are able to give us and, you know, kind of hold our hand and like walk us through the process is it's priceless. Priceless. <laughs> it really is. And, you know, we want to one day be able to do that for other people. You know, the sense of community you get with your program is just like nothing we've ever seen before, you know, in any of the other businesses. And it's kind of like that feeling of everybody wants everyone to do well. And yeah, that, is yeah. that, that abundance mindset. Yeah. 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 And so we can know, all have as much success as we want. You're not among competitors here. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for us, that's our end goal is to be successful and help others reach success too. Awesome. Well, that, that is the trajectory. That's my preferred trajectory is someone comes in, even skeptical. I love skeptics. Yeah. <laughs> you listen to five, 10, 15, 50 podcast episodes and hear stories like yours and others over and over and over. And they start thinking, okay, maybe I'm the problem. I'm going to give this a shot. And they start to see some results and they start to get confident and they build a beautiful business. And then they feel this sense of, of, belonging and fulfillment associated with this community and almost like they owe us something although you don't but like they want to pour back in they've received so much i don't like the term giving back because that implies you took something at some point right right? but you you pour back into this source that's fueled you there's a reciprocity there it's a beautiful thing and maybe they step into coaching so we've got a lot of people in our coaching team whose business got to the point where it's completely automated it's this beautiful thing and it needs very little attention or time from them but they want to pour into others, be that yeah. mentor role. So they become a coach. And we've seen it happen many, many times that, that we don't have to go out recruiting coaches ever. <laughs> we just find successful students who have a teacher's heart and they have that sense that you just described beautifully, Brittany, of just feeling this attachment to this community that's poured into them. And uh, so it's a very natural fit and they step into that role. And uh, that's, you know, I had a great call yesterday with a new coach on our team and it's pretty, it's almost surreal to me that there's names coming across my desk now of people I've never even heard of. And they've gone yeah. through that, that entire system I just described. And now they're a coach on our team. And the last box you check as a coach on our team is you have a session with me and I just kind of get to know you a little bit, but it's a done deal at that point. And that's the first time I'm meeting this new coach, you know, and they're yeah. in the UK. It's like just blowing me away that the system has grown to that point. But I would love to see you guys get to that point. You've definitely... You've been through the paces, you're experienced, you're a solid couple. I love that you see this as, as ministry and that you're seeing this from a stewardship lens. Like we're, this is God's business. Yeah, financial success. Yeah, that's great. But there's a lot of other bigger things going on here uh, that we want to be a part of. I, I just love your hearts. And I can definitely see you on that trajectory to be very blunt. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Absolutely. I know Mike has a list of questions. So. <laughs> Let's go through them. Yeah. Let's it. I'll do my best. I'm far from the smartest guy on our team on most subjects, but I'll do my best. <laughs> well, before I jump into uh, to the question, I did just want to provide like one last tip as far as like, you know, on past podcasts, I hear about tools, right? And so mm-hmm. I did share, you know, the list of tools that we, we're currently utilizing. 
Sure. Um, so from the beginning, you know, we, we subscribe to the Keepa, right? We use yeah. Keepa of course. You know, everything. We have, uh, you know, the that extension works. for RevSeller. Um, we also yeah, yeah. love Rev. Yep. We started using Inventory Lab, I think, two months into our business. And like everybody says, it makes sending shipments in so much easier, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, if you're looking to, to scale to that 10,000, you got to send at least one shipment a, a week, right? You yeah. have to be that, keep that regularly. Great open. point. Yeah, regular shipments are vital. So, you know, we want to, you know, double to 10,000. So we got, now we got to do two shipments a week, <laughs> right? Um, so we're building towards that. And uh, we recently, well, not over the last couple of months, we got our virtual assistant. You know, we did nice. reach out to uh, your VA team and it was like, okay, we, we invested in the coaching already. So we, we need to, you know, kind of use some of the money that we have sourcing. And so we decided to, you know, train our own VA, but we used all the information from the podcast as far as, you know, what you're teaching, you know, tips to use. And we utilize that in our process in hiring a VA. I love it. Yeah, there's no reason not to. Just find a good VA who's willing to work, speak good English. You know, go to onlinejobs.ph or one of the other. We got our guys, yep. Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many sites out there. You put up an application, put up a a job request on one of those sites, and you just get hundreds of people. It's like, wow, look at all these people ready to work hard. They have the technology. Four or five dollars an hour to them is life-changing income. It's the equivalent of four or five times minimum wage in the U.S. And I do want to speak to that point, right? You mentioned four or five dollars, and I've seen in the, in the Facebook group where people are like, well, how do you check the productivity? How do you know they're, they're actually you know, working the way they're supposed to be working? So what's worked for me that I've done thus far is that I'm in the beginning stages of my business. I remember, I'm going to tell you, you know, my first corporate job, after full years of work, I remember going into the office to have my, my annual salary raised, and I was just so excited and she smiled at me and she said, Mike, you got a quarter raise. And I, I, I wanted to lose my mind because I'm like, she's still smiling. I'm like, does she think it's funny? Should I be appreciative of the quarter? Like, I, I couldn't figure out like, why she was so smiling, you know? And so, you know, I decided that, hey, I'm going to be much more generous in my raises. You do well, I will pay you. But I'm going to start you off. So for my VAs, we start them off at like $2, yeah. um, like an hour or so. But yeah, we which have- is twice minimum wage in the Philippines. Right. And then the caveat is... We will give you a dollar bonus for every additional ASIN you find after five. So yeah. our guy finds us on average of five ASINs a day. And for us, when we started, I mean, that's like 12 hours. So like, yeah. no, honestly, it was more like we found two ASINs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would take us a week to find five ASINs, right? We were very slow in it. But once we understood what you need to look for, the basis, then it's like, okay, now we can hire somebody to yeah. pick up all that, that, that task. But right. we evaluate the final buy, yeah. right? And so we got our VA in February. And we only made like, what, $3,000 in sales that month. So we didn't wait so far down the line. And I think that made it so much easier for us because the sourcing was killing us. Like it was just the hours. It was not, we were not encouraged. We used Advanced Keepa um, to create a list of, of ASINs to source. The module inside the Proven Amazon course, the Advanced Keepa training. Right. Yep. So Brian, Brian Olson. And we, uh, we just do online arbitrage. So we do 100% OA. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So 100% OA. It's much easier for my mind. Just go sure. my line and like go. I can check off the box. Okay, I went through yeah. all of these. But now you know we understand it enough where we can have our VA do it, and he sends on average about five a day. Now, um, just to to interject, we because we're still very much in the early stages. It is a partnership, so you know he's finding his own asins, but we're on our end still looking for asins because one of the things our coaches told us was. You know, even with a good salary, nobody's more motivated for you to be successful than you yeah. are. So we're exactly. still very much hands on, you know, trying to 
build the ASIN account and stuff like that yeah. with with our BA. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're still in the early stages of building up our replens list. We have about 189 in our list, but right now, when I last checked yesterday, there's only about 39 that's active. And so far, I still have to go through my entire list, but about you know 21 of those are are replens. So we have a long way to go to build a you know very reoccurring business, you know our book of business, as you say. But at least you know this is a starting point, right? You know we definitely look forward to being here you know a year from now and saying, hey, you know we're at six figures now, right? And so people can see the journey, but you know, every big story that you hear, they all start off this way, right? Yeah. Small. 100%. Yep. Yeah, Small and, victories. Yeah. And ours is more of a roller coaster ride. You know, we had $4,000 a month that we dropped down to two. Then we're back at six. And then now we're at five. Now we're at 10,000. So, you know, just like they say, you know, success is not a straight line. Some of some, some guys get on the podcast and it's like, but even the last interview that I heard, the gentleman, the gentleman that was doing 300,000, it mm-hmm. reminds me of the analogy where they say the iceberg, you only see the tip. Right. But you don't see the miles and miles of ice under it, which yes. represents the hard work. And so, yeah, yeah. he was in the blood, sweat, tears, sacrifice, mistakes, bad buys. Exactly. And the times you used your instinct and then wondered why in the world did I get off the path? <laughs> and so I think I think that that point illustrates the fact that a lot of people hear these success stories. And the reason it seems so far removed is that they don't see all the hard work that came prior to that. Right. And so they don't see the small beginnings. And so I think it's important as listeners listen to these success stories is that they remember like, okay, don't forget the hard work that they mentioned that they put in. Cause it's very quick. You know, it's like, oh, they said one sentence and then they moved on, but mm-hmm. it's very, very important when you're trying to evaluate yourself to see how you're tracking compared to them. Right. You, you haven't been down the road that they've been to. Um, so remember that, you know, your journey is your journey, right? It may take you longer, but that's okay. But you know, you have to understand that, you know, not everybody's going to be the same path. And so I think that's big for, you know, your listeners as they, Kind of evaluate how they're doing because we fall into the same rut of trying to compare and sometimes it can be you know detrimental as opposed to helping you further along yeah yeah when you're looking at their business you got to keep in mind everything they went through to get there for some reason i'm reminded of a conversation i think it was michael jordan who's being interviewed one time and, and, and you know basically someone's like hey you know if someone wants to be as good as you like you know what's it take what's it it's like you know everyone wants to be as well everyone wants to be as good as the best but what you don't see is like you know Kobe had that same work ethic, Kobe Bryant, right? Like he was up two hours before anybody else. He didn't have a workout before anyone else even showed up. And then when they're all going home, he's still there. And, and he's not doing it to show up, to show off or to, you know, he's doing it because he wants to be the best in the world. Right. He's got that internal drive. Like you take that kind of, a, just a small dose of that kind of drive, that can go such a long way. But then someone goes to one game at the peak of Kobe's career. Like, wow, what a gifted athlete. Yeah, yeah, he's he, such gifted. What talent God gave that guy. Well, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> hard work. Yeah. the years and the things that he gave up and the sacrifice, you know, that's when I say blood, sweat, tears, and sacrifice, I'm not kidding. But th- that's every business. Yeah. Everything worth having. A good marriage requires that, you know, good, really good friendships require being in good physical shape requires that. Yeah. Everything worth having. And I think uh, I think some of the flaws that we identify sometimes when people are like, well, that person just got lucky because they're successful. It's a flaw in our culture. They used to be understood. Yeah, right? so success means a ton of hard work. Like that, that, this used to be something we admired, and now we write it off as like, oh, that person won life's lottery somehow. You know, yeah. as a culture. Um, so I love that this is a theme. It's time well spent. Yeah, every success story you've heard. If you haven't heard me say it before they made a ton of mistakes and they stubbed their toe and bumped their head and yeah. <laughs> fell on their face. But the beautiful thing is they got a model that we know works. So they got a community supporting them and they did. 
continue yeah. on. You know, they stayed in the struggle and built something amazing. And that's what it takes. Awesome. Awesome. So I think the, uh, the, the one question that we have before, you know, we, we wrap up is um, when it comes to the branded, uh, the brand trademark that we're going into. Yeah. Branded bundles and getting your trademark brand registry. And you were talking about videos earlier too. Yeah. That was the question, right? And so, you know, looking at the landscape, um, as you see the, you know, brand registry, Amazon sellers, where do you see video as far as, you know, being able to build a brand um, yeah. around the products that you're selling? How do you know, where do you see it's something we should be putting some attention on or should we just focus on just the basics without worrying about how video is incorporated? Well, in general, philosophically, once you've got a fairly stable system, even though you're still trying to grow it, stable, you know the moving parts, you're able to monitor it, it doesn't require your constant attention. I like to see about 10 to 20% of your attention go on to some of these other add-on consideration. Like, you know, you're gonna, you want to be educating yourself constantly, learning new things, and failing, testing, trying new things too with some of that extra 10 or 20% of your time and attention. you got to fit all that in. So most of your time is spent growing what you know works. 10, 20% of your time is spent learning, testing, failing. Now, specifically video and branded bundles, that's A-plus content. I know the guy on our team of our team of about 100 or so people that, you know, content creators, coaches, moderators, all the people on our team that kind of lead this community. Nathan, our coaching director, is the biggest nerd we've got on that subject. You turn him on and he will not turn off on the subject of A-plus content videos, branded bundles, and all the advantages. He's the guy that put together the proven brand building course. And there's some of that in there. If you haven't been through it yet, there's a considerable amount, if I recall, of how do I get my bundle some momentum here now that I've got it launched? And yes, certainly creating videos that draw the attention of not only the viewers and the shoppers, but Amazon's algorithms really reward listings that are set up in a way that they take advantage of all of the A-plus content options that are available to you, including video. Absolutely. The short answer is, should we put a video on there? Absolutely, you should. It's not going to hurt. It can only help. And Amazon really does seem to like those listings that have a good quality demonstration video that shows, um, you know, a good tip I heard is once you start getting some questions about the product, what are those most popular questions are? Make sure you hit those head on in the video. Gotcha. I can't tell how big this thing is based on the picture. Does anyone know how big this thing really is? Like, you right. know, demonstrate with a video. Hold it up next to a common size item. And like, you know, for reference, this is yeah. this is how big it is. Make sure your picture demonstrates the actual size of it in that case as well. So, yeah, answer those common questions in video form because that'll get people clicking and watching the videos, which tells Amazon, yeah, okay, these videos are engaging. People are using this to make a buying decision. Yeah, so absolutely. Awesome. Use video. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be you know, there's tools out there now where you don't have to go get a great video camera or hire a professional video editor. I mean, the stuff you can shoot with your cell phone is, is phenomenal. And some of the, the AI tools that I know Nathan's getting into that just do some incredible stuff for, for basically for free. Yeah. So that's the kind of content you can look coming from us in the near future. The proven brand building module inside the proven Amazon course collection has a lot of that in it already. More is coming very soon. Nathan's working on it right now. Probably will present on it at the conference, actually. That topic of A-plus content, branded bundles, what's working right now, what's the future look like. So you'll want to be sure to go to that session at the conference. We'll have live streams as well. For those who can't make it, get the live stream. Go to theprovenconference.com, get the live stream. They get you all the recordings as well in the event. But does that help, Mike? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I will be at that session. 
<laughs> yeah. I, the thing I have to be careful not to do is to put my uh, put our leaders in more than one room at the same time as I'm working out the schedule. I'm working hard on it, but some of them have multiple sessions. And like, right. oh, you got to be in this room at the same time. You got to be in this room over here. I made that mistake last year. It was kind of funny, but yeah, we're gonna. He's gonna be in multiple sessions, and uh, that's one that he's gonna hit hard this year. Nice. Great question. Well, anything else on your mind, Brittany? Anything as we wrap this one up? Well, that was kind of like a joint question. Um, sure. But. Yeah, no, I I think for us, we're just really looking to maximize everything we can soak up from this conference, Um, you know, talk to everyone. I'm sure, you know, this guy, you know, being the talker that he is will, you know, come away with everybody's contact. So that's the way to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Have you heard me talk about the question? I'll probably talk about this during the opening session on day one as well and remind everyone, but there's a two-word question that I encourage everyone to use at least 20 times a day. Remember what it is, Mike? How's business? Exactly. (laughs) Music to the ears of any entrepreneur, right? Just saying it. I love the way it rolled off your tongue. I almost want to tell you right now. Man, let me tell you, this over here is working great. This project, man, I thought this was going to work, but it's just not, and I can't figure it out. And yeah, just, you can't turn an entrepreneur off when you ask him that question. And we and there's nowhere we can go to get that that same buzz. You know, yeah. you go to church on a Sunday, no one's going to come to you like, hey, how's business, man? I'll just listen to you for half an hour and have some ideas. Where else can you go? Well, this event, that's where you can go. And yeah, that, that's going to be the most popular question at the event again this year. And it, it uh, always leads to great connections and, and conversations. So yeah, I love it, man. People are starting to starting to use my two-word question more and more. <laughs> I love it. So uh, anything else on your mind before we wrap this one up, guys? I think this has been a great episode. No, we just want to thank you again yeah, for inviting thank us. Thank you yeah, for having super, us on. Yeah. Super honored to be on. Truly a pleasure for me as well. I'm, I'm honored to get to meet you guys and spend a little time with you. Can't wait to see you in Columbus in July. Well, let me talk to the listeners for a second as we wrap this one up. Thank you for hanging out with Mike and Brittany and I. If this is the first episode you've ever heard of our podcast, you should know. You can go to silentgym.com and find hundreds of episodes where we've interviewed people who have one thing in common. They've all used the proven Amazon course to build a business. They're at all stages. They've built a beautiful business that's profitable. They've got momentum. They're seeing great things happen. Like we mentioned earlier, some of them have built seven-figure-plus businesses, completely automated them. Others are in the newer stages, but we love diving into their stories, sharing tips and lessons. So listen to a handful of episodes as you're making up your mind about this community and the stuff that we teach around here. Let me ask one little favor of the listener as well today. If this is your first time or you've been listening to a few episodes and you liked what you heard, please leave us a review, leave us a comment. We love those iTunes reviews. Those really give us a boost. We recently passed 5 million downloads on iTunes. That's where most people who listen to this show get it is as a podcast on iTunes. So if you can help boost us in the algorithm over there, get us in front of more new faces and friends, that would be very appreciated uh, because that's our only marketing around here. We don't do any paid marketing. It's just word of mouth. And if you leave us a review, maybe tell a few friends about silentgym.com, we'd really appreciate that. So on behalf of the whole team that puts these things together and my great guests today, one last shout out, Mike and Brittany, you guys were tremendous. Thank you. Thanks for having us. (laughs) And and everyone else that goes into doing this show, it's such a great team I get to work with every day. God bless you, business building warriors. We'll have another great episode for you again very soon. Hey, before I let you go, I spent some time recently with a buddy of mine, Taylor Thomas. He's with Arbitrage Cards. He is the guy who is our resident expert on all things 
discounted gift cards, proper use of your credit cards for maximizing your points. As Amazon sellers, we spend a lot of money on inventory, retail arbitrage, online arbitrage, wholesale. We're using a card to pay for a lot of that. Are you maximizing the use of points and discounted credit cards or gift cards? That's what he teaches. He's going to do a session with us at The Proven Conference, theprovenconference.com. If you can attend that live, the conference, you'll want to get live stream. So you can be sure to get the 40 plus sessions, including this one we're about to spend some time talking to Taylor about, which is maximizing your use of gift cards and credit cards. He's been studying it in depth for a while now. The website where you can go to get a free book that's all about what he understands about cards is silentgym.com slash gift cards with an S on the end. Go check it out. It's a free download. He's a great sponsor of this community. He's served a whole bunch of people very effectively who are very happy with his service in our community. Some of them you're going to meet at the conference talking about their experience using discounted gift cards. It's a great way to build margin into your business without spending any additional money. He's really got it dialed in. So let's spend a few minutes with him. He's going to talk a little bit about what he's learned over the past few years of getting into gift cards and discounted gift cards and stacking your credit card reward points, that sort of thing. And I apologize as well. There's a little bit of an audio issue. He's actually in Argentina. So he had a little bit of fuzzy audio, but it was a fantastic presentation and you're going to get to know him a little bit and come meet him and hang out with him at the Proven Conference, July 6th through 8th. We will see you there. There's a link in the show notes to his book at silentgym.com slash gift cards, as well as link to the conference, theprovenconference.com is the website for that. So let's jump over and spend a few minutes with Taylor before I let you go today. Hey, Taylor, welcome back. Hey, man. How are you doing? Doing good, buddy. It's good to see you again. And I know Arbitrage Card has been really growing lately, man. Let's let's get into it. What are you up to these days? How's it going? Uh, going pretty good. Yeah. So I've, I've been um, in the gift card reselling business in general for about three years. We actually launched the Arbitrage Card website Toward the end of last year. So the website itself is relatively new, but it's been growing a lot since then. I've got a lot of people in the community involved in it now. So yeah, I'm just excited to keep keep the growth uh, going on there and um, get myself to more people. That's awesome. Just describe, if you would, briefly, what does Arbitrage Card do? And I mentioned in the introduction, silentgym.com slash gift cards is the website. You got a free resource there for folks. Like, Who, who is this service for? What do you guys do? Yeah, so Arbitrage Card is a discounted gift card website for retail arbitrage and online arbitrage sellers. Um, so we sell brands, you know, like Sephora, Nike, Target, Home Depot, etc. Uh, most of the popular brands that people go to to source products for for doing RA and OA. And you know, we try to focus on keeping large denomination gift cards, for example, so that it's um, you know make it easier for people to manage, um, especially people who do a lot of bulk buying. Um, but yeah, we just give people. Basically, an instant and guaranteed way to increase the profit margin using discounted gift cards. What kind of what kind of profit margins do you see? Like, if I'm going to buy a $500 gift card for, say, Home Depot, what might I mm-hmm. pay for that card? Right. So we have different rates. So you can either pay with credit card or via ACH. Normally, the ACH rate is 3% uh, better than credit card, just because we don't have the processing fees to um, to tack on there that we get charged. But anywhere from on average, on average, it's normally around six and a half percent between all the brands, even though the, the rates are you know, between brand, between denomination. But we do have on the site 
there's the page where it shows all the gift cards from the whole selection of different brands and the different rates I'll check out. So, you know, that, that really adds up, you know, you're talking about, uh, it's like $30 or so of instant mm-hmm. margin added to your bottom line for every $500 spent just as yep. a round number. Yep. Very much worth doing an extra step mm-hmm. potentially, but your money spends further basically when yep. you use gift cards and, and how do you come about these gift cards? Because when I first heard about gift cards, my first instinct was red flag, like what are they stealing right. these things? Where are they getting these things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how, how you tell us, I guess there's a pretty significant market of people that, that buy these off people who never intend to use them, right? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, we have a couple of different ways that we source cards. So, we do have some connections with direct distribution, not specifically with the brands themselves, but through companies that the brands work with. We also source from just different promotions that go on. So, like grocery stores, from some online retailers as well. Sometimes they'll run. Like, you know, limited, um, limited time promotions on gift cards. And we just, you know, are really good at finding those deals and also figuring right. out ways to, to scale them. Cause a lot of times there's velocity limits on stuff like that, but there's, there's a lot of that stuff that goes on all the time. Um, there's a lot of times people don't know about don't know, um, really how to scale it. So you've just gotten pretty good at finding those deals and, sure. you know, learning how to capitalize on them. And it, and I've seen even industry statistics that say like you know only something like sixty five percent of gift cards ever get used the value on them like it it is mm-hmm. a real cash cow for the companies printing these so they can run a sale from time to time and know that the odds yeah. are actually getting used mm-hmm. right so even if they sell it for let's say eighty mm-hmm. percent of face value they're still going to probably come out ahead because most people are going to stick them in a drawer somewhere and never use them right a lot yeah. of people anyway. So that's where you can see these yep. discounted cards and you can buy them uh, cheaper than face value. Yep, yep. Well, cool. Yep, exactly. Well, what's in that book? I know you've got a, it, again, we mentioned the website, silentgym.com slash gift cards. If people go and grab mm-hmm. that free ebook, what's what's in that and who's it for? You mentioned OA sellers, RA, retail arbitrage, basically anyone who's reselling inventory, learning right, how to right. use gift cards can add a few points of margin. But what all's in that book? Yeah, so in the book, I mean, we've got some basic stuff about just, you know, where gift cards come from, how people can use them to, to lower their buy costs on their sourcing and increase their margins. Um, we've also got some, you know, a few of the most popular gift card websites that are out there. Um, just some examples on there so that people can actually go online and rates and find, you know, the best options for them. And then it also includes just some differentiators, differentiators, sorry, about arbitrage cards specifically. In the specific ways that we, you know, look to to uh, help, you know, arbitrage sellers and really what sets us apart. Gotcha. Yeah, worth grabbing. We've had a lot of people from our community grab that book and and give us some great feedback about it. And you know, we've sent you quite a few users at this point, just so everyone knows. And we've had zero complaints. Yeah. Nothing but people saying, "Hey, these guys are great." So you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. We've been promoting you up for a little over a year now. I'd say something like that, approximately. Yep. Since yep. maybe the last conference, which speaking of which, you're going to be a speaker at our conference this year. One of our 40 plus breakout sessions is going to be you presenting on the topic of not just using gift cards, but maybe stacking the discounts that you can get with the right credit cards. There's a whole strategy there where you can really start stacking some margin into your purchasing power using mm-hmm. the right combination of gift cards and credit cards. And So just give me a little brief taste of, of what you're going to be doing at that session. Yeah, so I've actually been more involved with like the world of rewards credit cards even before gift cards actually. So 
I mean, I've been doing gift cards for you know a little over three years, but I, I mean, I got my first rewards credit card like uh, eight years ago, and then a few years after that, really started getting into just more in depth about how to maximize those rewards. And I mean, honestly, I think that there's, I feel like most Amazon sellers, um, even ones who are really good at Amazon and sourcing products and you know profiting with that business model, are nowhere near like maximizing um, the rewards that you get on credit cards. I think there's just a lot of stuff that people don't know. So one one myth I feel like a lot of people unconsciously you know believe is that like, more credit cards is is bad. But I mean I know people who have a lot of cards and who have like really good credit scores. Who are just really good at um, managing the credit. So you know stuff like that. But you know honestly. People that, that have Amazon businesses have an advantage over just regular people because they're spending a ton of money each month anyway. So if all you did was just you know get new credit cards or put that spend on the right cards without even spending more, I mean you could be racking up a ton of extra cash back, a ton of extra points, and it's a good deal to travel for free most of the time if you really wanted to. Um, yeah, well we um, do. Yeah, that, that's what we do. We <laughs> right. we do all my Amazon spending yeah. on a travel card. Yeah. And then yeah. anytime we need tickets anywhere, it unless I'm flying all seven of us, it wipes out the points pretty fast. But man, we've we've flown yeah. free most of the time. We've flown anywhere in the world just because we're cranking mm-hmm. all that inventory through the through the card. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know a lot of people. I, I feel like, and I guess this is just you know what um, you know. Everybody can figure out what works best for them. I know I know a lot of people just have like one card they put everything on, but there's a lot of people in the like credit cards and travel hacking community, as they call it, who just get new cards pretty frequently. Um, and, you know, they, they get ones that have big sign-up bonuses on it. So if you kept, like, kind of rotating those cards in and out of there and getting a bunch of bonuses every month or two, it's, it's, that's it's incredible. Have, have extra you ever, potential there. Oh, so, for sure, yeah. man. And that may be, yeah. you know, some people are uncomfortable with that. And um, mm-hmm. with a little investigation, maybe they'd be more more comfortable with it. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've heard Dave Ramsey say many times, "Hey, you know, no one ever got rich off airline points," and and I agree, yeah, for sure. But if I know mm-hmm. I'm going to be spending thirty, fifty thousand dollars a month on inventory, man, yeah. it sure be nice to be getting back two, three percent of that in some kind of benefits and rewards. When mm-hmm. the only difference right. is instead of paying straight out of my bank account, I'm using a credit card now that I pay off once a month. It makes yeah. sense to me, right? Yeah. And that really stacks up and adds up. And then you're talking about opening up all the new. Uh, you know, yeah, bonuses I, I, and such. That's, yeah, and I mean, you're talking about you know two or three percent, but honestly, a lot of those bonuses you're getting like ten plus percent back. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's not you know it's only scalable to a certain point because right. you spend a few thousand bucks and it's over. But um, yeah, but yeah I mean, that's one thing I want to cover. Obviously, a big part of the presentation is going to be gift cards since that's what I do. But I'm also passionate about credit cards, so it'll probably it'll probably be a hybrid presentation. I'm going to probably go through gift cards first for like the first half of it and talk about mm-hmm. arbitrage cards. But we, again, how we differentiate ourselves from the rest of the market and then go into to credit cards and also how you can stack both of those things together. Because um, there's also a big potential for that. Um, one of the things that we're working on with arbitrage card that we don't have functioning yet, but within the next few months we should, is the ability to actually change some of the like merchant category coding on the back end. And I know not everyone's going to know exactly what that is and how it works, but basically we can set it up so that you could use certain credit cards to get bonus points in certain categories, but like buy gift cards through our site and it would still trigger those bonus points. Whereas normally, like 
you can't do that. <laughs> Buying from a gift card website online, it's just going to code as like general merchandise or something. But you know, you got cards that get 4x points or 4% back or whatever on you know groceries or restaurants or even 5% back at office stores. And even though there are some limitations and guidelines we have to follow with that stuff, we should be able to be a little creative and flexible with that. So That's you know, awesome. maybe you buy maybe you buy a gift card at four percent off, but you also get four percent cash back on your you know credit card at the Purchase. same time. Yeah. You're at like eight percent, you know, mm-hmm. discount. Uh, essentially combined so that's you know that's one of the ways where we can actually stack those things. well if someone kind of dialed this in i wonder i'm going to put a do a little test question here if it's a number you don't know yeah. i'd be curious to know if you could mm-hmm. figure it out and maybe do some calculations but if if someone kind of yeah. went all in built a system mm-hmm. yeah. tracked their points used the right gift cards and credit cards to buy them and stacked their points etc like you know there's right. a fair amount of work there but you could actually even probably outsource it to a virtual assistant at some point like let's just really dial this in yeah yeah how yeah. how much money are we talking like you know let's say i'm spending twenty thousand dollars a month what kind of discount am i getting if i do it do it all right approximately right. yeah so let's let's say twenty thousand i was gonna like Oh, like 50,000, I guess 20,000. Sure. Yeah, but 20 is probably <laughs> more realistic for the middle of the bell curve. For That's true. Community. We've got people spending six figures a month every month, you know, but just to use yeah, a yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's say you're doing, you know, yeah, $20,000. If you're getting 2% back, that's $400 extra a month in cash back, you know, which is good. And obviously, you're not having to do any extra work. But let's say you bought a discounted gift card and you get 4% off, you know, whichever brand it is. Because they um, target or something, so you get four percent off. And once we have the, the the coding thing set up to get a you know, bonus points and some of those credit cards, let's say you get an extra four percent cash back, like I just mentioned, you're looking at eight percent basically back on twenty k instead of two percent. Now you're at like sixteen hundred a month that you're getting back, as opposed to four hundred, which you know over twelve months is almost twenty thousand um, dollars. Right. So you, <laughs> right. So you enough money to live on just by you know yeah. making a change in that strategy there. So you, but, you pick um, up a VA to manage this for you, and let's say they cost you a couple hundred bucks a month. Well yeah. worth doing. You're you're making yeah. at the end of the yeah. year you're making an extra fifteen thousand mm-hmm. plus just for doing it all yeah. right and paying someone else to manage it for you, which would be an interesting service for you to yeah. maybe start offering. Is like, hey, we've got people that can help you kind of manage the. Make sure yeah. you're stacking all yeah. your discounts and card as a service, I mean, just as an idea for you. But I know you're growing a community right. around people who are really trying to mm-hmm. maximize and leverage. Because we do, we yeah. spend a lot of money as Amazon sellers. You might as well make sure you're mm-hmm. getting the biggest bang for yeah. your buck as you're spending those dollars. Uh, and that's kind of your niche specialty. So yeah, always learn mm-hmm. something new, man. Every time I talk to you, Taylor, good job, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, that's again, those numbers that even just, if you're only using like, one car, but again, if you're doing right. that and like you're getting a new card every month or every two months, like okay, there's an extra maybe three hundred to five hundred dollars, uh, you know, a month on yeah, top of that. So it just bonuses. depends. Yeah. It depends on how on how uh, you know how far down the rabbit hole you want to go. How aggressive like. you want to get? <laughs> like, yeah. Like you could just kind of keep it simple, which is fine. But I know people who are like go really deep into this stuff. So, but uh, yeah, I think stacking those things. I mean. Is, is something that I kind of geek out a lot over, uh, you know, and, and I just love talking about. So, yeah. Um, well, you've become a but, specialist and you've grown a beautiful business. You're providing great service. You've become very respected in our community and keep up the great work, man. I'm so excited that you're going to have a session at our conference as well. I'm, of course, yeah. I'm talking about The Proven Conference, July 6th through 8th. The website is theprovenconference.com. Come meet Taylor. 
some folks from his team. You're bringing some family with you. It's going to be a great mm-hmm. event, man. I'm really looking forward to seeing you there and, and uh, hearing this full presentation uh, once we uh, I'll get to Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, appreciate it, man. I'm excited for it, yeah. too. Me too, yeah. buddy. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. We'll talk again real soon, okay? Well, bye. Catch you later, man. Appreciate you, it. Bye. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.